I'm Shelby Schlangbergen, and this is Living Over Losing, unfiltered and unrestrained. Hello, and welcome back to Living Over Losing. This is Shelby. I am going to do an episode today um, by myself. So this is another solo episode. I know I have done, I think, two in the past Um To be honest, I have been falling behind with everything. Um, I feel like a lot has been going on because there has been a lot going on for the past couple months, um, kind of wrapping things up and making serious life changes. So if you haven't noticed, a lot of the past podcasts recently have been about life changes and kind of like how to get over things and how to accept things for what they are. So I kind of wanted to do a part two of an episode that I did the other a couple months ago called being okay with not being okay. Um, there's just been a lot of things going on. And I think, I mean, it's always important to me to be honest because I don't want it to seem like I'm preaching at anyone or to seem like I'm trying to, I don't know, give answers to questions that I don't know the answers to because there's a lot that I don't know the answers to and there's a lot that I still have issues with every single day um, with myself or with with whatever. And based off of past experiences, maybe some things have altered my perspectives and, and those are things that I'm working on. Um, and I just, again, like I think it's very important to be honest about that because like I've said 50 million times on social media and on other, I don't know, just in general, I think a lot of times people can really have no idea what's going on in someone's life. Um, and some, they might think that it looks so, so perfect and everything is so perfect and, and it's just not true. So I think that being honest about that is super important because then other people don't feel as bad about their own life knowing that everybody has issues and everyone has something. So that's, I mean, it's just real and it's important. So anyways, I was actually at lunch with a friend and she, we were talking about the quote, everything happens for a reason. And I, this has been like probably the quote that I've lived off of my whole life. Um, I'm always like, yeah, everything happens for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. Like this happened for a reason. And and I think that to some extent that that's true, but I also think that there's certain situations where you just can't use that as a justifying phrase. Um, like sometimes things just really suck and sometimes you just have to accept that in that moment it sucks instead of just saying, well, it happened for a reason, so it's fine and everything's fine. Um, and I was, I mean, I know that that doesn't work just saying that things are okay and that you're fine and everything it might that might not be true and if you try to ignore that like there's just there's just no way that you can ignore that forever or that you can pretend forever like everything is fine because whether we like it or not subconsciously like something's going to tell us that we're not okay um and whether that be dreaming or just these emotions that you don't know why they're there it's just really impossible to pretend like things are fine and push them away um 
And I mean, you can do that, but like I said, I don't think that in the long run it works. And I know it doesn't because I've tried, um, in general. And I'm not even, I don't even mean like recently, I mean, just in general life, I've tried to ignore things because I don't want to deal with them. And that just doesn't end up working ever. So yeah, we're talking about the, the quote, everything happens for a reason. And I think that's just, it's just so interesting because I agree that, you know, maybe there's like, you can always find something good out of something bad. And that's important because you don't want to just completely focus on the negatives of, of whatever your situation is. But like I said, ignoring it and just kind of brushing it off your shoulder, like, meh, everything happens for a reason. It's fine. I feel like that could be detrimental to the situation. And also another thing too, is I don't know how many people listening know, but I was on the television show, The Selection about two years ago. And that was by far the most eye-opening experience that I've ever had. Um, For people that don't know, it's basically quote unquote normal people. So there was 15 women and 15 men that were athletes that kind of went through like a Navy SEALs type training, um, similar to Hell Week. And without obviously any proper training before that, just to see how it would affect us physically, but even more mentally. And a lot of things come up when you're under like severe trauma and stress like that. And I, I mean, we were under a lot of obviously physical, physical trauma and so much, just so much happening and just ridiculous. And I, remember that the instructors who were all amazing human beings and they were all retired special forces. Um, they would say to us all the time, discomfort is growth. And I mean, that is just like so simple, but so profound because in that moment, maybe at the time I took discomfort as growth as do a thousand, literally a thousand sit-ups. And then, yeah, it might be like, it might be uncomfortable, but eventually you're going to grow from that. But really what I think now looking back, what they meant by that wasn't physical, it was mental. And you can apply that to everything in life, right? Like I went through a discomfortable situation when I had an eating disorder. Um, That's not comfortable, no matter what you think at the time, you might not even realize that it's not comfortable and you might think that's the only way of life, but it's, it's a very, very discomforting thing. And how, when you decide to start taking the steps to better yourself, that's how you grow. And that's so uncomfortable because you don't know what the outcome is going to be. And it's the same thing with any life situation too. Relationship ending or job changing, moving. Like right now, I honestly, I feel like I'm kind of in this middle ground because I have made serious changes. I'm feeling really good for the most part (laughs) about those changes and about where my life is headed. But at the same time, I still feel like with all of those changes, I gave a lot of things up and I have been hard on myself. Like about what am I doing? Like where, what am I, where, what is my career? What am I doing? I I'm a joke or whatever it is that the inner critic says to me at that moment. Um, and that's also another thing too, is like, I don't want to be hard on myself for being hard on myself. And I think that's so important for everyone too. So for, I can tie this back to, to recovery. Um, if you slip up 
or you have, even if you have a relapse, if you, if something goes wrong and something's not perfect, you can't be hard on yourself and then be hard on yourself for being hard on yourself. I mean, that is like really elusive, I know, but what I mean is like that totally, like we're just, we're just in this never ending cycle. And sometimes you are going to have a negative thought about yourself. And if you are mad at yourself for that, then you're, then it's just, I mean, that's not going to help anything either. Like things happen, negative things happen. Sometimes we make mistakes and we really do make mistakes and we have to just acknowledge that. And it's so hard to acknowledge it and be okay with it and move on from it especially when you're like me and you overthink everything and (laughs) you, you know, you can go through the scenario in your head 50 times and think about how you could do it differently. But at the end of the day, what is that really doing for you? I mean, at the end of the day, I really think that being in a state of mental stability and at peace with yourself is really how you make the best decisions and how you attract the best people. And that's obviously a work of that's an everyday sort of thing. And so I got a little sidetracked, but (laughs) what I was trying to say was that the discomfort is growth from the selection. Um, that saying is literally something I like want to get tattooed on me, but I won't, you know, I might, because I tend to do that, but I won't, (laughs) but it's something that I just want to remember every single day because it's true. And it's so hard to see it when you're in such pain that like, this is going to help me. This is going to shape me. This is going to make me grow. This is going to make me a better person. That's hard. But at the same time, everyone has painful events. Everybody has something. And when you get over that, it's going to be something else down the road. And so it's really just learning how to deal with yourself and to deal with those uncomfortable situations and be okay with them. Like it's okay to be upset. And I think sometimes even on for myself, I, I'm so hard on myself. If I'm upset about something, I'm like, oh, I'm supposed to be so calm and relaxed and I'm not supposed to get upset. But no, of course I'm going to get upset. I mean, I'm a human. Everybody gets upset. Everyone's going to be hard on themselves. Everyone's going to go through something terrible and have a breakdown and whatever it may be, doubt yourself. But it's okay. Like that is okay. And this is where it goes back to the podcast that I did a couple months ago, being okay with not being okay. Things happen. And so much has happened since I recorded that a couple months ago. I mean, ridiculous amounts of, of serious things have happened. And again, when I was recording that, it was about something totally, like totally different, or I was in a different place than where I am now. Um, it's just like a never ending a never ending mantra that we need to say to ourselves is that it's okay to not be okay. And that's really hard. And it's just, it is really, really hard, but it's so necessary to tell ourselves that because I think we're just taught to not ever say that we're not okay. Or we're taught to just keep on going, like keep on trucking. Everything's great. And don't be pessimistic, be optimistic 24 seven. And I would consider myself a very optimistic person. But if I try to be optimistic in every single situation in 24 seven, I'm doing myself a disservice because I am basically just ignoring whatever emotions might come up. And that's 
probably going to do more harm than good or eventually force you into being a shell of a human being because you have totally disregarded your values or given up your feelings um, to not feel. It's a it's like a coping mechanism. It's a survival skill. But I I don't, and I don't think that anyone listening to this podcast wants a life like that, to live like that in, in a state of numbness. And that's what an eating disorder is. You're numbing. You're numbing whatever it is that you might not even know, or you're just scared. You're anxious and, and terrified of what would happen if if you stopped or if you changed your behaviors. Um, and I mean, that is one of the hardest things that I've ever done is, is go through that process. But I promise you that on the other side, you'll see why it happened or what you were putting so much energy into that for. What were you avoiding? Or, I mean, it's not always about avoiding something, but a lot of times it is. And it's, it's a, it's like a symptom of, of something wrong, of something's wrong and you don't know what it is. And it's takes a lot of time to figure that out, but it's so necessary. And I tell, I've said this before too, to some other people that I will go through periods of time where maybe I have like a severe painful emotion. And, and this isn't, like I said, this kind of has been maybe a couple months ago, maybe a couple, whatever, this has been going on for a while, um, with not even necessarily a specific event, but just in general. And I remember, and this is after I had gone through recovery and recovered from from the eating disorder, I feel more alive and better being upset and like really feeling pain than I felt when I felt numb. And that's when you know, like, that's when you know, you know that when you would rather feel pain, that sounds really, really narcissistic. That's not what I'm trying to do. Um, but when you feel pain and, and, and just the, the feeling of feeling is better to you than not feeling. That's when you know that something was wrong. And like, humans have feelings and we should feel, we should feel pain. We should feel happiness. We should feel love. We should feel all of these things. And if you can't do that because you're so focused on what you're eating, how much you're exercising, if you're just totally avoiding everything else, there's no way that you can be yourself. There's no way that you can be the best person that you could be. There's no way that you even have time to do the things that you want to do. And I didn't like, that was me for a couple years. I was in I felt like a hamster wheel just going in this cycle of this exhausting, never ending cycle of basically being stuck. And I just don't want anyone else to feel like they have to be stuck. And I say this all the time, but if you ever want to talk to me, please message me or email me or anything, because I would love to talk about this. I have made serious changes in my life and they were terrifying. They were scary. It was awful, but it's going to be okay. And it's going to be better. And I am a human being again. And that is an amazing feeling. I 
am actually applying right now to do a master's in counseling at NYU, which I'm really excited about. Um, cause as you can tell, I'm obviously very <laughs> passionate about these subjects. Um, so I'm super excited about that. And yeah, I mean, a year ago, literally a year ago, if you would have told me how many things changed. And I would say a year ago is when like things really started to, ch- to really change quickly. Um, I wouldn't even believe you. Like I wouldn't believe it. I just, I, there's no way that I would believe it because at the time I didn't have the energy to even think about all of these things. I didn't have the mindset. I didn't have the confidence. I didn't have, I didn't have that. And I, and it's sad. And a lot of, a lot of people feel the same way. And I don't, I just want to help someone else because I know how much better it is on the other side, even though, like I said, things aren't perfect. And I still have my moments of crying on a mountain or whatever, (laughs) whatever it may be, but I'm still alive. And I feel, and I didn't feel when I was sick um, or when I was ignoring the issues in my life. And I promise you that taking a chance is so worth it. You just have to trust yourself and go for it and just, and just stop pretending like you're okay. Cause it's okay to not be okay. It really is. That's how you become okay is by admitting that you're not okay. And then you can work on it and you can work on yourself and you can learn about yourself and you can learn and you have brain space and the motivation and the emotion back. And it's really amazing. It really is. So I guess I should probably wrap this up. Um, I guess the last thing that I, that I want to touch on is that healing is a process. It's ongoing. I think we're always healing from things from when we were five. Um, I think that it's an amazing thing to, to want to heal and to better yourself. It's, it is, it is an amazing, amazing thing. And it's also an amazing thing to learn from trauma because I, every, like I said, everybody has a traumatic event. If we can take that traumatic event and deal with it in the way that might be painful and acknowledge that at that time it sucks, like it might suck and that's okay because it's not going to suck forever. It's a trauma, traumatic event, um, you know, for a reason. And we can learn so much about us, about ourselves, about other people, about relationships, about everything through, through events like that. So yes, it sucks and it's hard. And it's not like, I'm sitting there like, yes, a traumatic event. I'm going to grow into this amazing butterfly. Like that's not what I'm thinking at the moment because I'm in pain. But it gets better and it's okay. And it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to be okay. It's okay to be happy. And it's okay to do things for yourself that make you happy. It's okay. So I'll just leave off with that. I'm going to have an interview next week. Um, Like I said, I do apologize. I know I've been kind of all over the place with these episodes. I've had a lot going on. 
I'm applying to schools. I'm just trying to like figure things out. Um, and I feel really good. So I'm going to start picking things back up, having more normal quote unquote episodes, um, kind of tie back into interviewing professionals in the eating disorder realm. Um, but also in the life realm too, because I don't want this podcast to only be about eating disorders, even though it's super important because again, that's what got me to this place was recovering from something like that is what opened my eyes to a whole nother just life. Um, so yes, I will have people back on. I have some really good guests coming up. I just want to thank you for sticking with me. And if you've listened to this, then I really, really appreciate it. I know I babble and talk and I don't even know what I'm saying sometimes, but I hope that it can help someone else. So again, if you ever want to get in touch with me, my name is Shelby Schlang on Instagram. Um, It's just my name, like how it's spelled here on the podcast at Shelby Schling on Instagram. You can contact me. You can email me. My, my email is my name at gmail.com. I would love to talk to you. Love to hear from you. And I hope you have a great week.